Welcome to episode number 190 of Towel Light Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. Before we get into the news, uh, I want to say thank you, everybody. You know, I usually save it for the end, but thank you, everybody who's listening. We have moved to a new uh, podcast service called Castos, um, and there's going to be some really big announcements coming from that move soon, honestly. So um, stay tuned for some other programs that are going to be entering the DFAT Entertainment uh world that we're creating um right yes yeah very very excited for a um a new journey for dfat and uh very excited to bring more shows to more audiences you know more genres the better you know everybody has something they're into that's right that's right we always uh geek out on something so um before we get into the news also as well uh just breaking today this is the first of february we're recording this after dustin diamond has passed away um i'm a huge say by the bell fan uh so really really sad to hear about this today um you know he was battling with cancer the news kind of came about like real fast and um Unfortunately, he has passed, so we did want to give a little moment of silence to uh, Dustin Diamond. Okay, so yeah, our thoughts and all that go out to the Say by the Bell family and fans. I guess let's talk about, because it's been a little while, what are we geeking out on, Chris? Uh, what, what's been going on? I'm on the highway to Kong versus Godzilla we we just did a little marathon this weekend of the three movies. Uh, so we watched... I remember how much I loved Skull Island when I watched it the first time. So I was like, got to watch it again. And so I started with that one this time instead of the 2014 Godzilla. And I had not watched King of the Monsters yet, which, you know, I, I actually really liked a lot. Um, and I can't wait till March for to watch it on HBO Max. Yeah, that trailer was pretty kick-ass. I do not like those Godzilla movies. Uh, They're just okay to me. I'm sorry, but I think that you need to go back and watch how horrible those other movies are. Oh, I'm I'm well aware of Godzilla and, and what it entails and especially the human parts of it. I to me, I just um, I remember seeing I saw both of them in the theaters and I uh, when I saw Kong, I go now this is what you do (laughs) that that movie to me was it was amazing. I love Kong Skull Island. I've watched it multiple times. Love it. Yeah. You know, the thing about that is the the normal story is so overused that I'm glad that they did something different for that. And that movie really worked well. I don't. And I don't know how else you do a Godzilla movie, honestly, besides how they did it. So I have no qualms. I don't think they're excellent movies, uh, but I do I do enjoy them. I've watched you know the first one a few times now, and it kind of grows on you. Except at the end when you watch it in HD and it's so dark, it's like AVP Requiem, and you're just like, I need to be watching this in 4K. That's all I'm saying, man. As far as geeking out, uh, you know, a Pursuit of Plastic. That's what I'm geeking out on. We got the physical copies out. Uh, All of those have been fulfilled. I'm very excited that anyone who backed the Kickstarter, it is 
out there um and we'll be putting up a storefront soon um that's another big announcement but we'll we'll do it up when uh, it actually is official but yeah pursuit of plastic the comic book is out and we've got some plans for that so um just been geeking out on the fact that we got a comic out there in the world another one yeah it's pretty awesome to hold a physical comic you wrote that's right bronze it man never <laughs> go get yourself a signature series signed by yourself <laughs> right i'm gonna have to mail mine to you since you didn't sign one for me Come i on, man. absolutely did not uh i didn't sign them for mostly anybody uh anyway so let's get over to some marvel tv movie news uh this also just came out today that there is a wakanda series in the works over at disney plus uh with you know black panther director ryan coogler kind of helming the uh the ship for that one um it's a big world it can be explored in different ways this didn't come as a surprise but it's definitely a welcome addition to the lineup to me this says black panther 2 was supposed to do something for what the current story they're telling and since they don't know exactly what they want to do with that movie and it keeps getting pushed back and the idea was to do this World of Wakanda thing, maybe in Black Panther 2. But I think this makes a lot of sense. This also will help you get on track. Say they're going to do Doctor Doom or whatever is going to happen. Bring them in uh, in order to do the Fantastic Four and whatnot. And who knows? It's going to be crazy. But that's my feeling on the whole thing. I think they had a piece of the story to tell. And it had to happen sooner than later. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what does this mean? Who's coming over from the movies into this? We don't know. But um, as more news comes out about it, of course, we'll we'll tell you all about that. Uh, and then just a little piece of casting news. Ginger Gonzaga has been uh, tapped to play a role in She-Hulk. We don't know who it is yet. Um, and to be quite honest with you, I'm not even super familiar with the character. So I couldn't even speculate. But it means that there's more things happening and I am excited about seeing that show. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting because as we're learning with WandaVision, uh, there's going to be just different themes of shows and different, you know, aspects of where they're going to be coming from. Uh, well, sometimes, you know, the, you know, the Marvel ones on Netflix felt kind of similar to a certain extent. Um, I really, I'm really excited to see all these different genres from Marvel this time around. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, let's go across the pond and get over to the DC world. First things first, we have an official date for the Snyder Cut. Um, It's going to be March 18th. So again, March is looking pretty packed for HBO Max. Um, And this will be the full four-hour version of the film. Chris, how pumped are you? I can't wait. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's coming. That's it. I can't wait. I've been I've been hashtagging for it feels like 50 years now. There you you go. (laughs) Just unleash it. Let's just get it over with already. I just want to we can be like, yep, this was great. This is great that he got the opportunity to do this. Or it's going to be like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. In other news, we've got some casting for the Batman TV show. Wait, sorry, sorry, Titans uh, <laughs> season three, season three. Oh, yep. you were right the first time. Yeah, uh, we've got Jay Lycurgo, who will be playing a recurring role of Tim Drake. Um, cool. <laughs> I, 
I like that it's a person of color, and there I like go. that they 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 take a different uh, take as far as that is concerned. So you know that's cool. Um, but you know we we announced last time on the show that there's going to be a new Barbara Gordon, and obviously you've got um, Dick there. So it's just is it's a Batman show? <laughs> Couldn't they've just done a Batman spinoff at this point? I mean, more at content point, the better, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Sure. Let's 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 explain what's happening in Gotham. Let's explain how he becomes a Red Hood or whatever on another show. So yeah. we can have a Titans show. Come on, guys. Exactly. Yeah. You know, nothing against the kid who's playing Tim Drake. And nothing. I do like Tim Drake, the character. Uh, Joker. What's this? There was a rumor out there that the Joker is going to be cast for this season of Titans, which is pretty much a no brainer at this point with what's going to happen. But I'm also like, will the Joker have a full role? Will it be like they cast the Joker for last season to get thrown off a building or whatever, right? <laughs> so it's mm. like, what do you do? Um, I guess it's going to have to be a, a more fleshed out role if they do a flashback or they make that in real time. Who knows what's going to happen, really? Interesting. Okay. Probar yeah. up. Probar up. up. There you go. We've got an announcement that DC is going to be doing four new animated short films, uh, including some fan favorites of Constantine, Blue Beetle, uh, Kamandi, The Last Boy on Earth, who we haven't seen in a while, and then Vertigo's The Losers, which if you guys have never seen that movie, that is a great comic book movie, um, pre Everybody being an actual comic book star. So Chris yeah, Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. Yep. It's got Zoe Saldana. It's got Thomas or um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So really, really fun movie. Um, I'm excited by that one the most, to be quite honest with you. But yeah, more more animated shorts, the better. Uh, I'm all about it. We need a full Commandy animated movie. Yeah, it's and been it... a long time, right? Since he... Uh... Well, they did they uh they did that big uh what is it what is it called when a bunch of different writers continue the story issue by issue. It's like a a hammy off or whatever for for a maxi series. Mm-hmm. A different mm-hmm. creative different creative team each one and that happened a few years ago. And that was the last big thing for Commandy. Right. Um amazing like very cool Jack Kirby creation. You know, um I like I like those kind of weird uh, alternate futures and with them playing around in that sandbox right now it's just it's interesting to see how they'll tie in these these old school characters as well i'm also excited about a blue beetle show i would like to see jamie ray's honestly but i'd also like to have them do it kind of like what they did with rebirth when they yep. brought ted cord back and he was like yep. his mentor and he's not shot dead you know from infinite crisis so i would love to see a ted cord in the show but i i also think that doing a jamie ray's show is or whatever short would be would be smart too. I mean at this point just give him his own movie. Just give him, you know what I mean like they need, they really need to get away from the seven Batman animated movies a year and start getting like give us a Blue Beetle, give us a Booster Gold, you know what I mean like let's give us a question, like let's let's start diving. People are ready for it. And then the last piece of DC movie news, TV, whatever, uh, Batman, the audio adventures is giving uh, Jim Gordon's own and the new Batman. Uh, Jeffrey Wright will be taking over in a podcast. So it's called Batman, the audio adventures, which is a comedic take on the Dark Knight, which is written by a longtime SNL uh, writer. So. This is a little bit different um, than what we announced before about the multi-year deal that they did with Spotify. 
Um, this is kind of a separate thing from that, but sure. Again, you know, I guess I just said it more Batman and they need to step away from it, but I'll still yeah. check it out. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because you just mentioned the, uh, the other one there on Spotify. And I was actually thinking about that too, with the, the Batman unburied thing with David Goyer. There's a lot of things, right. Trying oh, yeah. to coming out that way. So this is interesting. I wonder what a comedic Batman is outside of Batman, the brave and the bold, which well, I, love. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> It's about the farthest I go with that. Um, so I'd love to see some fun Silver Age adventures, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've got another piece of DC Vertigo news, but we're going to talk about that after the break. So, Chris, why don't you talk to us about Star Wars? Happening in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, so KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, has been ported previously to and poorly to phones. And unfortunately that it's, it's, I've tried to play though. I try to play it. I don't enjoy it as much. And everybody's been like, there's been a rumor about a, a, a re a reboot for the game. Uh, there's a lot of things that don't make sense in new Canon for that. So I could see them doing that eventually, but there's now a rumor that the original two will be ported to more updated systems like uh, PlayStation and Xbox and maybe even the switch, which I would buy immediately because I would love to play those games um because I, I, they're not going to remaster remaster them so it'd be a lot more fun to play it on like a nintendo system especially handheld yeah i you know i have it for the ipad the first kotor and um i just i just could not i mean i know you can use a controller but it's just not the same so definitely would rather have it for a switch because i am one of the three star wars fans who have not played those games so i really would like to um so this gets me excited if it's actually happening Always, always rumors, though, unfortunately. Next up, USPS will be doing another stamp set for Star Wars. Uh, this time around, it's the droids. And so you're going to get fan favorites like R2, C3PO, K2SO, and even Chopper, which is amazing. That's and more. Funny. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, these stamps are due out later in the spring. Uh, so get ready to get your stamp on and support the post office. <laughs> I'm doing it. Doing yeah. it up for sure. Yes. Yeah, I just found um, you had mentioned that you had some from a while ago. I had actually from ninety seven. Yeah, yeah I, I might have that. I might have that same one. I found like a, a sheet of them from way back. I keep them with my 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 good comics. I always keep my stamps with that. So I will also be picking those up. If you are a fan of Battlefront and Battlefront Two, uh, they're going to be getting original soundtracks from Walt Disney Records. Uh, and so the first one came out on January 29th, and part two is due on February 5th. They're just being held as audio companion pieces to the critically acclaimed action shooters from EA. I do love it, me some soundtracks, though. I yeah. do, too. Absolutely, for Star Wars. Um, and these two actually won quite a bit of awards. Uh, this guy even did he did Fallen Order. He did The Old Republic. So he's he's done a lot of, a lot of good work, and... Um, more Star Wars is always good Star Wars. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, another little piece of news here to take with a grain of salt, but it is probably going to happen because Liam Neeson has uh, said that he is interested in joining Kenobi. Uh, and we all know that that Ben learns how to control, uh, how to become a force goes from him. We need to, we need to see this. We need to see this on screen. And it's, it's um, and for me to think about what's going to happen in this show, that that is one of my major asks. I do like Qui-Gon as a character, and I hope that they make it happen. I have no doubt in my mind this will happen. Yep. I mean, 
it's either he's doing his upteenth action movie that looks like <laughs> the Taken series, or he's they're all be- good though. They are all good. I mean, it's like <laughs> exactly. All, I exactly. mean, they might not be all Taken, but they're all pretty decent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Liam Neeson. So exactly. Please come back as Qui Gon Jinn. Finally, Book of Boba uh, will feature fan favorite bounty hunters. If you were worried about that, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: when I first saw that announcement. I immediately went to Tales from Jabba's Palace, the um, the book series, and which you know had a lot of stories of those bounty hunters. I'm thinking that they're just going to straight up pick and choose that. You know what I mean? Whether it's in flashbacks or it's continuation of the ones who didn't die, we're going to see some stuff. And even uh, you know, spoiler alert: um, the bounty hunter that I guess are they bounty hunters? The one that killed Ray's parents. You know what I mean? Would that be Oshi? Oshi? Oshi is in, yeah, because he's alive during during uh, between Empire and Jedi. Well, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, he's in the comics right now. So exactly, there's plenty of room for everybody, including Valance, mm-hmm. unless he dies oh, yeah. in his comic series. So right, we'll yeah. see what happens. I was, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't hold out much hope for the end of that series, but I, I am enjoying it. But speaking of comics, let's talk a little bit about what's happening in comic news from AWA and JMS. J. Michael Straczynski, he'll be doing a spinoff of his Resistance uh, series, and it's going to be called uh, Moths, and it's being called a superhero tragedy. Um, so the the resistance was about a virus that had left millions dead, uh, with survivors receiving superpowers as they recover. So that's uh, that's where that that sets up the whole uh, premise of the story. So this will be coming soon. That sounds sweet. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I mean, this dude he's been around for a long time. He's on Westworld. I mean, he's just straight up weirdo in a good way. You know, he writes good stuff. So um, JMS, this sounds great. I would definitely read this. Yep. So look forward to that this June. Uh, Next up, we have more uh, Blade Runner comics coming from from Titan Comics. Uh, I just read a... It was like 2019 or something like that that they just got done with. Um, But coming up soon is going to be Blade Runner Origins. Uh, It's a new series and we'll serve as a prequel to the original Blade Runner movie uh, set a decade decade before the events of the film and 20 years before the currently ongoing Blade Runner 2029. Sorry, 10 years off comic book series. Okay. Yeah. I, I, they put out a little trailer for it. If you guys want to check that out, but that comes out on February 24th. Um, you know, more replicants are always good. <laughs> I'm all about it. Next up in Image Comic News, uh, Saga is coming back from uh, creators Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. And so it looks like a GoFundMe running for legendary comic creator Bob Wycheck. And so Vaughn, during that, confirmed that he and Staples are continuing to write Saga and more news on the way. So whoever is, has the need for more Saga, like you, uh, get excited. It's coming. Yup. I, I can't even deal with this. Like the 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 series launched in 2012. I mean, and it went off in 2018. Like this is ridiculous, but I am here for it. And of course, I will be all right there when it comes back. 
Next up in Marvel news, the new 52. I'm, I'm sorry, that's not correct. Um, Marvel Heroes Reborn will be happening this year. <laughs> and so the world, <laughs> what is the world like without the Avengers? I'm never going to shoot anything down. I'm just so tired of this stuff. So tired of it. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I have a hard time getting excited about these consistent reboots, rehashing reimaginings um what how do you feel about this some stuff seems cool but again two years later it seems like it didn't matter right honestly i really don't care just because what you just said it's gonna come out and then all of a sudden it's just really not gonna matter and for that i just don't care (laughs) right but then they're like there's storylines like one more day that everybody hated they're still working on 10 years later it's just like come on guys <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. i i i don't know anymore um the same thing it's kind of like with future state i enjoy this stuff but three years ago they did an, a, a different future one and then it's this constant thing and mm-hmm. i i can't keep up anymore i'm just gonna read elseworlds tales and what ifs that's it um speaking of elseworld tales uh <laughs> DC uh, and their original graphic novels. Uh, they've been they've been some interesting titles, and uh, the latest one is going to be a, kind of a comedic take from the cartoonist behind Darth Vader and Son. Uh, this one is a take on, a, on another father son duo, Batman and Robin. Uh, but this one's called Batman, Robin, and Howard. The duck. <laughs> yeah. Crossover, <laughs> crossover of the year. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's going to be it's going to be about mainly Damian Wayne as the star as he begins att- begins attending school and has to deal with an overbearing dad Batman and the smartest kid in school Howard. This looks like um not not something for everyone but something that I do love that that DC has been doing and putting out these geared towards the younger audience uh, graphic novels. Yeah, I mean, these middle-grade graphic novels are a hit for the people who are into reading them because they keep putting them out. So, you know, maybe not for us, but if we were of that age, we'd we'd probably be right there, too. So I'm glad that they're doing it. Uh, Then finally, in comic book news, uh, Metal is back in the spotlight because Death Metal is going to get another another run. And what it's going to be called is... Dark Knight's death metal band series. Uh, so it's going to be variant covers f- with featuring different heavy metal bands like Ozzy Osbourne, Megadeth, Ghost, and Sepultra. Sepultra. Sorry, I can't pronounce words today. Um, and so each one will have a different uh, a different variant included. And then it'll also have some extra content inside, including interviews with a band um, and, and some other stuff as well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know, I I love that series. I'm I still got to catch up on the completed edition uh of the new one, but that's crazy. That that's awesome. I love that. It's interesting also because uh it will be published monthly in eight countries: France, Spain, Italy, Germany, Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, and Turkey. Uh with its the rollout starting in March. Okay. And then they'll start <laughs> releasing to other countries as well. So those are it's a, it's kind of an interesting release thing for uh, internationally, it but is. yeah, if you're a variant person, if you're a heavy metal person, check it out, check it out. Uh, but well, that was some great comic news, uh, and I think we're ready to look some luscious commercials. 
DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard goddamn work making something this bitch ass looks like a geek. So I must be doing it for a reason. It's you. It's always been you. And it's worth fighting. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Join me. Gutsy Media Podcast. Because movies are our life. We're back after those commercials, and let's talk crowd sorcery with our own D-Fat Comics writer, Ruben Romero. He has launched his high fantasy uh, action comic series called The Illusion Witch. It's basically if Houdini and C.S. Lewis wrote a comic book together, it is funding. Uh, it's got 25 days to go as of this uh, podcast recording, and super fun. I have not read it. But I have seen all of the images, and I, the only reason I haven't read it is because I don't like to ruin things. I like to just uh, <laughs> see it all the way. But um, really excited! You can get some hoodies, you can get T-shirts, you can get coasters. Of course, the physical books, the digital books. Um, so you know, please check out another DFAT Comics release with the Illusion Witch. Yeah. Also, uh, we're gonna have Ruben on the show coming up, so keep an eye and an ear out for that episode. Uh, I have read it, and I enjoyed it. It's magical. I and love magic. You do, and <laughs> I do too. And it just it pushed those buttons. So I'm excited uh, for this this project and for Ruben. And I wish him. We wish him the best of luck on the, on his campaign. Oh yeah, barely an inconvenience. He's got this mm-hmm. one. Uh, let's get over to TV news. First things first, there is a Wonder Years reboot coming from Empire creator Lee Daniels uh, to ABC. Um, instead of a white middle-class family, they're going to focus on a black middle-class family in Montgomery, Alabama. I don't care. <laughs> I Here's the thing. and here's It could be good. I will give it a chance. I love the Wonder Years. One of my favorite shows growing up. Uh, Fred Savage is a producer. He'll be directing the pilot. He's been directing TV for for years now. Um, Good director. I I just, it doesn't seem like something I'm going to give a shit about when I have the original. But you could prove me wrong. Why even reboot it? Why just not make a new show? Are they just this nostalgia thing? It's the nostalgia, man. Everything that's old is new again, especially if it's from the 80s. They got to do it. I mean, I like the premise, but I just don't think it had to be the Wonder Years. Right. Right. So, uh, nah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> see how it goes. Um, there's a, uh, a Witcher prequel series uh, that is coming out, and they have found its lead, uh, which will be uh, Jody Turner-Smith. Uh, she'll be playing the warrior Eily. She's from Queen and Slim, which you saw. Mm-hmm. And hey, this is 1200 years before the world of the Witcher. Um, so 
this is the origin of the very first Witcher, which sounds to me like a sweet ass idea. Which Witcher was which? Um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. For this one. Right. <laughs> um, I can't wait till season two. My wife just asked me the other day, when is that coming? I said, not soon enough. I also said, where's that animated series I'm very excited for? So the more this world grows, the better. I love it. And I really want to I want to see this prequel stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, super excited to check that out. We have an announcement of an animated Sonic Prime television series. Um, so Sonic is coming in 2022. There will be at least 24 episodes of a high octane adventure with the fate of a strange new multiverse rest in his gloved hands. Um, sure. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I remember in the 90s when Sonic had two cartoon series. He had one which was happy-go-lucky. It was against him and Dr. Robotnik, and it was real goofy. And then there was this weird post-apocalyptic it was like sonic and the freedom fighters i I think that's the name of it and that was the better of the series um because it was like an adult version of sonic um so what is sonic prime i don't exactly know maybe it's a mix of the two but you know the movie was really really successful last year and the you know the character's been around for a very long time so i'll watch it uh whatever it ends up being yeah, I'll tell you, kids are into Sonic. I mean, my nephews are watching the old cartoons. They're like schooling me on Sonic. I just let them do that because they make some. They love that it. knowledge exactly. Yeah. They got that geek <laughs> knowledge, and it's like, what you got? So, um, yeah, why not? Right? I mean, but I just want to see an awesome video game come with this. Nice, nice. Yeah, me too. Me too. We also have an harry potter hbo max show coming um this was okay so let me just say this before the whole jk rowling and all the shit that she said about trans people and all that kind of stuff i thought it was a no-brainer to have a harry potter show at the announcement of hbo max that that, to me that would have been your right out the gate this is what's happening it's one of the biggest franchises of all time since she has done this and said her shit and people pretty much hate her, um, I don't know about a Harry Potter show right at this exact moment. I think it could probably wait a few years. You're saying if she, with her involvement? Because of her, I don't know how to say this, like stain around her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different where it's like, okay, you got Star Wars. You don't like Ryan Johnson. So just like don't do things with Ryan Johnson and call it a day. She is Harry Potter. She right. created the character. You can't do Harry Potter without her having some sort of say about it. So you're kind of associating anything Harry Potter related, whether it is the greatest Harry Potter thing ever with her right now. Mm-hmm. That's all. She has final say. Is that how it works with? Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. All right. So like the company can't just be like, we're going to, we're going to put some other creative teams in charge of this. Let them run. Like that's, if I were her and them, I would have a nice little talk about that and be like, listen, you messed up. Give us the rights to do what we want to do. We won't put your name on anything for a little while. Maybe just in the deep, dark, dark credits or whatever. But I just, I feel like, I think something Harry Potter on HBO Max needs to happen sooner than later. But that that Fantastic Beasts trilogy didn't really do much for anybody. I just I think that 
they have to do something sooner or later, but sooner than later. Right. I, I agree. It's it's you're missing countless money, you know, not doing something Harry Potter related. So and I'm a Harry Potter fan, a huge Harry Potter fan. So it's not like I don't want to see more. It's just the double edged sword there. But I'm sure something Harry Potter is coming up. Uh, Vikings Valhalla. We've got some character castings. This is a show that's set um, hundred years? years after. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Leif Erikson as the star. It got greenlit to twenty-four episodes, straight to series order. I don't know all these characters, but you know, Sam Corlett will be Leif Erikson. Frida Gustavin is Freitas, and a bunch of other ones that you guys can look up. But um, I know you're a Vikings fan. Are you excited about this? I am. I think that the more we learn as a culture about how how important that was for, uh, you know, European history, American history, all of that. I love it. I love that the fact that we're going back and exploring these stories and these characters because they are it is so important for just the influence that they had on, on society today. Um, and a lot of people don't even realize that. So this show being set a hundred years is pretty much kind of like how long it took me to beat AC Valhalla. So I can just pretend that that hundred years between Ragnar and, and Leaf happened in my own world. So um, that's a bad joke. Cause I played that game for almost 200 hours. <laughs> um, but I mean, the more Viking stuff, the better. That's it. There you go. There you go. Um, exactly. So continuing on with the Netflix news, uh, just Tomb Raider and Skull Island will be getting animes. Great. Bring them. I, you know, Skull Island one is really, really good idea. I just, I'm about to watch those Godzilla ones. Uh, so I, I don't, I've never heard anything about them and I'm, I'm excited to watch them and I would love to see more content from, from the Kong side of things as well. Me too. Me too. And I'm a huge Tomb Raider fan, um, <laughs> honestly. So, which we'll talk about in a minute. Be better uh, than the movies, probably. Yeah. The movie, the, not the other the, ones. The other ones are goofy 90s adventures. They're all not <laughs> that good. So, and then finally, in uh, casting news, um, we did get an announcement for the Sandman series. Um, again, I'm not going to go through all of it, but just some of the big ones. Tom Stur- Sturridge will be Dream, uh, and Gwendolyn Christie will be playing Lucifer. Boyd Hallbrook is the Corinthian, um, and Charles Dance is Roderick Burgess. So that's just some of the many characters that are going to be in it. This makes me put Sandman, the Audible series, to the top of my must-listen-to list because... I've never read it. I feel like a real douche uh, for not doing it. It's been one of those things where I'm like, I should really sit down and read Sandman now. And it's been like that for 20 years. So, um, yeah, this is it. I got to do it now before the show starts. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take full advantage of it because now that vertical titles are on the DC app. yeah, Yeah. I'm going to read the heck out of it Um, and all that new stuff too, the dreaming and things like that. So um, question here, because a lot of people online are like, well, why can't, why can't Tom Ellis play Lucifer? Why can't Matt Ryan play Constantine if he shows up? Because Constantine does play a part in that world. Yeah. Um, This is the idea of the multiverse. This is the idea of being able to accept other actors as the characters and accept whatever, whatever, whoever gets cast and not start talking about how a TV show that 
is not really heavily tied to the comic itself has to tie into this show. No, right. it doesn't have to, you know? Right. So, though, admit, you would like to see Matt Ryan as Constantine. Well, Matt Ryan should be everywhere as Constantine, but <laughs> yeah, I will really be, should. like, whatever, you know? Um, but, you know, I'm I'm happy that, you know, Gwendolyn Christie has a role in this. I, yeah, me too. And Charles Dance. Uh, oh, Oh, man. I just saw Charles Dance in King of the Monsters. Yep. Uh, let's jump over to movie news. Continuing on to the Harry Potter thing. Uh, supposed to be more Harry Potter stuff coming. Again, let's step away from J.K., who is writing the um, the uh, Fantastic Beast movies, which are not that great, and open that world up. It is a huge world that existed before Harry and after Harry. <laughs> So let's let's dive in. Let's see who, what other writers and what other people have stories to tell. And I am there for it. Yes, I am not going to share any more thoughts on that because I just did. <laughs> Same thoughts. <laughs> Same thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind exactly. five minutes if you want to hear my thoughts on that. Yep. We already talked about the Godzilla versus Kong trailer. It was great. Can't wait for that movie. Um, and finally, in movie news, Spy Kids is getting a reboot because, sure. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is doing the reboot, though, or at least right. he's overseeing it. Could, could, I mean, I you just you just made a new movie in that world-ish. So why why reboot it? Could you I just don't know. Do something new know. in that just world? Do, or just do another, con- you know, continuation, like how... That's been the most popular thing nowadays, the continuations, not the reboots. So I I think in, in, here's the other thing. They say things are reboots. Like they say mm-hmm. the Saved by the Bell thing is a reboot. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. a continuation. So it it could still be in that world. Juginio's around. Uh, what's, Banderas isn't around. The kids are still around. Like we could still see something with all those actors. I agree. I um, That's it. You know, Cobra Kai that. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what's going on in gaming? Alrighty. Uh, so we were talking about how how Switch is trying to dump their entire inventory of old Switches by painting pretty things on them. Um, Monster Hunter fans, you know, Monster Hunter Rise is coming soon, uh, and so there will be a Switch edition for that, uh, and it's going to be hitting March twenty sixth, right around that time. So. Lots of stuff going on this spring. It's fine. It's got some dragons and fire drawn on it. If you don't have a Switch by now, get a Switch. You need one. Yeah. Um, I do like dragons, so sure. <laughs> I have a wrong. Switch. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um, but also speaking of Monster Hunter, um, the the board game is coming soon. Uh, so, it's yeah, Steamforge Games, who does... Amazing Every. games with miniatures. <laughs> Amazing games. Well, you and I played the Dark Souls one at Toy Fair one year. They did that. I almost got that monster for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. Again, with a cool concept of a game like Monster Hunter, bringing in these miniatures um, will just be amazing. So that Kickstarter starts in April. I don't have much more to say about it, except I can't afford these games. <laughs> I mean, it's just bananas man like you can get a third a 60 hour campaign out of this or more up to 75 hours for playing these so it's it's crazy and um you know someday when we can all see each other maybe then we can do these things right that's really the other thing it's it stopped me from buying like hero quest things like that where it would have been like oh this is something i would buy but can't 
can't. Yeah, unfortunately. So with PS5, uh, there is a little bit of a clue out there that maybe that PlayStation has filed a patent for um, new technology uh, that will allow audience members to participate in virtual reality content. So um, playing around, it's funny, right? Because you're doing the, the VR and then people are watching what's happening on the screen, right? So think about if you're like in a scary, scary video game, they can just do things that mess with you. That sounds pretty cool. Um, and the last bit of news in video games, uh, Square is launching Tomb Raider 25th anniversary website and will be and is teasing future franchise announcements for 2021. So uh, we're hitting the 25th anniversary. Uh, I've heard rumors of another uh, Lower Croft game from the new the new series coming soon. Uh, what do you think? I have to catch up on those. I have them all now for free. Thanks to PS plus. Yeah. Um, so there's a rumor that there's going to be a new crystal dynamics game that bridges between the reboot series and the original series. I don't know how that would work, but I don't care. The video game gods have blessed us with all those trilogy. I love all those games, Mm. um, of the new series. So yeah, bring it on. I'm all about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so what what time is it, Casey? <gasps> Pursuit of Plastic Time. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure lovers. Uh, we got some news uh, like NECA picking up the Universal's uh, Universal Monster license. So this one is bounced around has not found a home. A lot of different toy companies have done it, uh, but it looks like NECA struck a deal with Universal Monsters and they actually teased their first one. And it's no surprise it's Frankenstein because usually that's what everybody does. Uh, and then they'll, <laughs> they'll stop making them right after that. <laughs> yeah, and you'll exactly. have hundreds of Frankenstein figures in your collection. So um, if you're a Creature of the Black Lagoon fan like this guy, you're I'll shit out of luck. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, let's see about that Mego. So Mego. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is great. Um, I like price point of NECA. Um, the sculpts are good, but like, like, how much of this are we going to get, Casey? Will we be let down again? Exactly what you said, man. It's just like uh, you know, I, I'm not excited because it's usually this. It's usually Frankenstein. We never get a Wolfman ever. The last Wolfman figure I have is from the um, movie with Benicio del Toro that for some weird, I think it might even be a Mezco figure, um, actually. And it was a blockbuster exclusive, just so you guys know, to to date it a bit. Like, that's the last time I've even seen a werewolf figure. So it's like, eh, sure, if you, if all you're going to do is a Frankenstein, I don't care. Like, But if you end up getting a creature, I'm in. A mummy, never see a mummy figure ever. Like Invisible Man, never. <laughs> Sorry, I I would be excited, and I do. I at least know NECA puts out figures on a consistent basis. But for right now, I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Not like this next thing that I am very excited <laughs> for. And in fact, I had to say to you, yeah, do you? Do you feel the thunder? Do you hear the roar, Casey? I feel my my wallet roaring at me because exactly. the price tag is effing out of control. So this is crazy, right? So 
uh, Super 7 has been doing their, the Thundercats Ultimates. They took over from uh, Maddie Collector, uh, and they've been doing great because this year, finally, we'll get our hands on the ones that I've been waiting for them to make, like Tigra and Super Mamra and Chitara um, and more. Uh, so I'm excited to get my, my collection finished of the team, but I'm not, I don't think I can invest in this, honestly. I am. Um, for the Thunder Tank, uh, this is this was teased the other day. Uh, a pre-order starts tomorrow, February 2nd. As usual, it's a made-to-order thing for Super 7. But this time around, if it doesn't make the money, it will not fund. So think about it that way. This thing is huge. 27 inches by 17 inches. Uh, 27 inches long. 17 inches wide. Yeah. $450. I mean, we're talking... I did a show with Chris, the Master Universe show the other day, and I was just talking about how when I bought my, my Castle Grayskull, it was 300 350 bucks, And it's I'm, I'm trying to like grasp how much inflation has happened since that time. Uh, Snake Mountain was like $700. Yeah. The Master Universe Mega Block set for Castle Grayskull is over $200. Yeah. So I get it, and I would love if I had like some fun disposable income right exactly and that's the thing is like i don't need a three foot long thunder tank in my room right now um so personally i'm not going to get it but it sounds pretty awesome because you can put the whole team in it it is that huge yeah for you who are about this uh you know good good on you (laughs) exactly exactly a little rumor a little grain of salt here because I actually had mentioned this recently, how I, I want some Silverhawk figures. Uh, and so Super 7, when they actually teased this tank, they had some other teases, and this was part of it. So I would love to at least get one of the main characters, just one even, um, for display, but that won't stop me from getting the whole team. <laughs> yeah, I... Um... Man, yeah, I remember I used to watch this show uh, when I was a kid. So it's funny. Someone posted a picture of it of like a Silverhawk and was like, hey, do you remember this? Like in this like 80s toy group that or um, cartoon group that I'm in on Facebook. And when I saw this today, I was like, oh, well, that's funny. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we'll get an announcement this year for that. And uh, so keep it tuned. You know, we'll be talking about it if they do. Uh, finally, today. Mesco put up the Constantine uh, 112 collective figure uh, for pre-sale. It is a deluxe figure, which is awesome because it's got four heads and a ton of accessories to go with it. Uh, this one is uh, wide release, so you can find it on wherever you buy your, you know, your collector toys. Yeah, this is um, one of those long-awaited figures, and glad that it's finally out. Looks badass. I like that he has a cigarette. Sorry for people who don't want to see authentic comic book characters, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to see that he's finally coming out. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because remember at first uh, with Matt Ryan, they weren't even doing it. Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then he just starts carrying them. He wouldn't smoke them. Yeah. And I, they really did that well um, in legends and stuff like that. So this is the kind of figure that deserves one twelve treatment because of the trench coat and his look and all that stuff. I love when they do figures like this because it really gives them a chance to do some, you know, tailoring or just 
take pieces from other figures. I don't know. Hopefully we get some, some new stuff. But I love Constantine. I love my DC Mesco. So I'm pretty excited for this one. 100%. 100%. Um, so where can you find us? We are at a little website called don'tforgetatell.com. Uh, you can find our shows hosted there. You can also interact us with us on social medias, Facebooks, Instagrams, and Twitters. Yeah, 100%. And like I said at the top of the cast, um, thank you guys for listening. We do have some big announcements coming soon uh, with a lot more changes, uh, which is only a good thing as we enter our 10th phase here of Don't Forget a Towel. So uh, this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel. 